Hello and welcome to In The Circle, an inside look at field hockey in the United States, a podcast that gets you closer to the athletes, staff, club administrators, coaches, umpires and fans of USA Field Hockey. Still get much more here. USA Paul Singh gets the second goal. Number 18 Paul Singh has got the second goal for USA. Are you looking for ways to keep playing hockey while social distancing? Follow STX Field Hockey on Instagram for daily suggestions on how to stay in hockey shape despite not being able to get on the field. You can also head to stx.com to subscribe to the STX Field Hockey newsletter where we'll be sending you twice weekly skills and drills, gear reviews, and stories from our team STX athletes. Uh, today in the circle, I am joined by USA field hockey goalkeepers Jess Jecko and Kelsey Robles. Thank you for joining me, girls. Hi, happy to be here. Hi. Thank you uh, for having us. No, thank you for joining us. There's, uh, there's been a clamour to hear from the goalkeepers of USA Hockey, so uh, it's good to, good to finally get a chance to chat. Um, got your fitness done for today, girls? Yep. I'm uh, waiting for there's a nice clear in the break in the weather, so I'm uh, waiting for the rain to stop and going to go get some running in. And what's Kyle got you doing today? I can't remember. We have two miles and a lift. So goalkeepers lift three times a week and we run like seven times a week. <laughs> <laughs> Getting you nice and fit, ready to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, let's, uh, let's delve straight into it. Uh, How did you get into field hockey, Jess? So my twin sister and I are both goalkeepers. Uh, at a young age, we both were soccer goalkeepers, so one would be in the cage and then the other one would be on the field. And about middle school-ish, my best friend's older sister asked if I wanted to try field hockey and I decided yeah let's go play and I played in a summer league beginning of seventh grade and I really fell in love with the sport so I decided to switch over and it was a great life decision. <laughs> yeah I think a fun fact is that we're both actually twins. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I had forgotten that when Jess yeah. said it I forgot I knew you were Kelsey but I'd forgotten about Jess that is a that is a fun fact. Yeah and so I actually started with um, me and my sister, our fourth grade teacher, asked us to trade our soccer cleats for a field hockey stick because she was a middle school coach and she wanted to get us ready for middle school hockey. And we ended up, took us a year, but we finally did and we tried it. And I've been playing it ever since. So yeah. And then my sister played field and I played goalie, sort of similarly just. And what was it about goalkeeping that, that drew you both in? Um, for me, I really liked using my feet. It was the closest thing to soccer, so it felt more natural, and I was able to com- combine both of my old sport and my new sports. And the farther along I got in my career, I just love the position because it's just such a unique position where you get to lead from behind and you're able to support and help your team, and you're the last line of defense, which can either be the hardest aspect of the position or the greatest reward, so yeah. I heard they had to wear a skirt if you're on the field. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, no, give me those stinky, smelly pads. Oh, and God. I was also a soccer goalkeeper, so I liked using my feet. Kind of came natural to me. And then I was also a softball catcher, so I was used to putting on equipment and kind of just fell in love with the position right away and just wanted to keep getting better, growing um, every practice and just wanted to learn as much as I could and just really fell in love with the position. 
That's actually really funny because I wanted to wear the skirt. That was the one thing that kind of kept me from wanting to be a goalkeeper. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and what about, what are the fun things about being a goalkeeper? What's the things you enjoy the most? I think the one of the best things is to make a big save for your team. There is no better feeling than that. You make a big save and you know that all your training, everything is paid off. And I also think it's really fun when it's raining. You get to go slide. You can just slide and glide. It's such a cool feeling that I wish everyone could experience. Um, but yeah. I just. I think making the save obviously is the funnest part about being a goalkeeper. And so, and I also think like something so unique with the position is that you never stop growing, whether it's the progression of the gear, the progression of the skills, like it's something where you never stop like being able to learn something new and progressing in your sport. And then also something that I think is really cool is just the goalkeeper community. It's something so unique in itself where you are extremely competitive with one another, but you're extremely supportive and that you are just welcomed across, like, even if it's the opposite team, if you're a goalie, you're like, Hey, there's like a little community and a little unit right here. And so, yeah, just something special about that. Yeah. I, uh, you girls have worked with me long enough now. It, you know that I love going forwards and scoring goals, but I have to say like a, a big save just has just as much value, if not more so. Um, like you, somebody picking one out of a corner um, with your stick or a big save at a big moment. Um, it's a real sort of, momentum changer for a team so I, I can see why that's uh, why it's uh, a good thing girls what's the yep. worst thing about being a goalkeeper I would say the worst thing would have to be the gear <laughs> on a hot and sweaty day it's like I love my gear because it protects me and it's been progressing like Obo's been progressing with it so well but just putting your gear on on a hot sweaty day there's something about it that you're just like cooking in your gear that's not great yeah Thankfully, everyone on our team, all the goalies are really clean, so it's never really a problem for us where it gets gross. But, yeah, just cooking in your gear, I think, is the worst thing. I would agree with that. I would say washing your gear, carrying your gear. The worst is when you see steps at a field and you're like, ooh, okay, now I have to carry these up. When the field players are just walking on up the steps, making it look nice and easy. And then I would also say just getting scored on, right? Getting scored on is very tough on goalkeepers and we beat ourselves up a lot about it uh but the worst one is by far the nutmeg goal where you're you know you just you just beat yourself up over that one how do you um how do you deal with being scored on what things have, have you got any sort of mental tools that you use i mean it's going to happen to every goalkeeper and it's going to happen a lot um so how do you recenter yourself i would say for me i like to think of it I'm a very visual person, so I think about that goal. I put it in a box, I put the box in a closet, and I shut the door. And I don't open that door until the game is over, and then I can reassess and reevaluate. But there's no point on dwelling on a goal in the middle of the game. Instead, like moving on to the next ball, moving on to the next play, I think is really important. Yeah, and I say in practice, if you have your water behind the cage most times, I like to, maybe it's I'm having a tough session, I just walk behind the cage, grab a sip of water, think about my basic skills, go back to the basics and just focus on that and try not to dwell on the goals. Um, the more you dwell, the probably the worst you're going to perform. And it's just letting go of that pass and showing why you're good, right? Shake it off and get the next one. 
Yeah, I mean, it's the tough one of a goalkeeper, a field player, a screener, a forward mistraps a ball, and it doesn't really matter. You girls get one foot wrong and everyone's like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, this the, the nature of the beast, right? No forgiveness in your no position, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because um, there was a lot of stuff um, around Maddie Hinch post um, post Rio, where she had a, a she did a lot of stuff with her mental skills training. She had a water bottle on the side um, with some information on it, and it had some just some key focus points for her. So yeah, that sort of opportunity to step back away from the the moment of stress and then recenter yourself and then re-enter the arena is a is a really nice little method of. Like, like you said, Kelsey, packaging it up, dealing with it, and then moving on. For sure. Um, what about how do you prepare mentally before sort of big moments? The, the, I guess the interesting thing about um, goalkeeping is, right, you've got the big moments. Like, I mean, you have the open play, but you penalty corner, um, yeah. penalty stroke. You have these periods of, like, the game stops. How do you mentally prepare during those moments? I'm sort of thinking back to Pro League and there's this one song that I would play before every corner, every penalty stroke, I mean, every penalty corner. And I remember last year, I would let that song haunt me. And so, <laughs> it's actually really funny. But um, this year, I've really tried to focus on sort of what you said, just like mental toughness and resilience and where I find the state of just coming back to a calm and not letting the high highs or the low lows of the game really affect me. Just finding that constant state and steadiness. And so, especially before a penalty corner, I just take a deep breath. And I remember what I need to focus on, the ball, get my backs, get my defensive line in order, and then I just focus on my job. Because if I do my job, then everything's going to work out. Let my players do their job and focus on my own. Yeah. Biggest thing, watch the ball. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, especially on penalty corners and strokes. Watch the ball. (laughs) <laughs> For me, I like to just, I, I like to think about video and I go back to visualization right in that moment, just seeing myself making a save and trusting that my teammates are going to do their job and I'm going to do my job. I'm a big visualization though. So before the, before the game, I've already done my homework and watched the clips of strokes or penalty corners. And I kind of play those through my head. But as we're walking back to the cage, I just kind of take a big deep breath and stay calm focus on finding my balance and exactly what Kelsey said you have to watch the ball so just making sure you get a good read on the ball eyes are focused there and you're not looking anywhere else yeah and especially something like a penalty corner it's so easy to second guess yourself like you've seen the video like I I think back to Argentina and those both those games where we conceded way too many corners and uh, like way too many corners but (laughs) Kelsey was there and it's easy to look at like the setups we've you've seen on video and maybe trick yourself into reading into cues that aren't there. I think, I think for a goalkeeper, like you both emphasize watching the ball, but it must be so hard, not just a minor shift in weight, just, and you're stuffed. I think that is such an important point is don't guess. You have to be able to be in the moment every time you're a goalkeeper. And so trying to be proactive, like too much can almost be your worst enemy. And so just being able to be prepared and react and, as simple as it sounds, watching the ball is huge. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it, especially at a penalty corner, like there's so much going on. There's tippers trying to get in front of you. There's runners running across the light of the sign, uh, your line of vision. You've got two castles. You've got like Delia at the top who's like scored hundreds of goals. Like there's lots of information to take in. So that processing of 
going to one important point. Um, and as simple as it sounds, it, it, it is really important. Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you girls attribute as sort of key attributes to being a successful goalkeeper? You are both international and top level goalkeepers. What do you feel are the attributes that, that hold either yourself or attributes you look in other goalkeepers that you think that that was what makes them successful? Yeah, I would think my, the ones that I'm thinking of are reaction speed, decision making, agility. And those three things, I think, are what makes a great goalkeeper. You have to be quick to make the save, so your reaction speed. And then decision-making, it takes half a second, and you make the wrong decision, the ball's in the back of the cage. So you have yeah. to just make a decision, go with it, and if it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's right, awesome, the ball, the ball's out of the cage, and it's zero, 0 And then agility, um, a, lot of goal, a lot of times goalkeepers can be presumed as lazy, but we actually have to be quite agile in the cage and be able to move and throw our bodies in different ways, keep the ball out of the cage. Yeah. I would say I think there's such a key in understanding the mental side of, a key, of being a goalkeeper that a lot of people may overlook. And so resilience and understanding mental toughness is something that, like, I kind of touched on it earlier, but it's something that's so important in this position. Sort of what Jess said, I also think fitness is huge. We don't necessarily have to be runners, but we need to be explosive, powerful, agile, flexible, and every one of those components are really important to our position. And then I think something that is huge for goalkeepers as well is game understanding. We have to know and understand the game from the back lines to know how to communicate, from the forwards to know how to anticipate different situations and different shots. So just having a good understanding of the overall game and even being a little bit more specific with each which is with each position of the game, I guess. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that's an important point for for all players, but being a student of the game as a goalkeeper, I think, can help inform your decision-making. You can be so much more proactive. You can nullify the danger before it even gets to you because you can see it coming and organise those those chess pieces in front of you. And that's the best yeah. form of defence. Like, if the ball doesn't come to you, you've done your job in lots of ways because you've, you've communicated that. I'm really interested in the mental toughness piece as well because... We've sort of we spoke about it, but as a goalkeeper, you're going to score goals and sorry, you're going to concede goals, and that's mm -hmm. just part of the job. And it's interesting, like I think back to uh, having only been involved re reasonably recently, but those games in um, in Argentina again, I heart back to where we shipped six goals in both games, but Kelsey was probably man of the match in both of them, and that's quite a that's quite a tough situation. One, it represents the, the growth that we need to do, but two, also like that mental toughness to stay present despite it's not an ideal situation, yeah. conceding six goals. But I mean, without your performance, it could have been significantly worse. And that that's a tough that's a tough position to be in as a goalkeeper. Yeah, I think just understanding that it it comes with the it comes with your position and not looking at it as a place of failure, but as a place of growth. And so understanding like, how can I grow from that? And I think what's really cool of an example of our games this season is like our first game, I'm not gonna say the score, but each game it got progressively lower. And so I think it's cool to see, like you can grow as a keeper in your, in your individual position, but you can also grow as a team. And just that understanding and connection that you have with your team is really important. But yeah, I think the mental toughness is huge because that can either make or break you as a goalkeeper. If you, like, the mental battle is 70% of the game. And so just being able to be resilient in your position and understand that, yeah, it's part of the job. 
And I think the point I get, you said it a little um, few minutes ago. I've just been thinking about it, but that the not getting too high or not getting too low, not sort of yeah. not making a big save and thinking that's it, or not conceding a goal and, and eat, letting it eat you up is a is a really important point. Yeah, for sure. Just finding that steady state. Totally. Um, what about who are your heroes growing up as goalkeepers? Who are the, the role models that you looked up to? Well, I grew up watching soccer. Yep. Uh, I didn't know what feel like he was until I was 13. So I really looked up to, <laughs> I really looked up to Hope Solo. Hope Solo was, I saw her play on TV and I saw her in the Olympics and in the World Cup. My family was a big soccer family. So that's who I grew up watching as a goalkeeper. And then obviously when I started field hockey, I looked up to Jackie Briggs. And then I had the um, honor of playing aside her and learning from her on the team. And I still like she was an incredible um, goalkeeper and hopefully one day I can be like half as good as she is. <laughs> she was so good. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's actually so cool that your family is a soccer family because mine is too. But um, my hockey sort of hero would probably be Amy Tran. She was one of my biggest hockey mentors and someone I really looked up to when I first started playing this, the sport. And I actually got the privilege of having her as my coach in club and then for a little bit in college. And just seeing her passion and how powerful of a presence she has in the, in the game is just inspiring. And I love how she still continues to invest in younger generations like myself from previous years. And she's still coaching today and just sharing all of her knowledge and yeah, her passion for the game. So she's someone I really, really appreciate. Totally. And she's very different style goalkeeper to you though, however. Yeah. Like, I mean, like she physically smaller stature, but I mean, like <laughs> up, up there with, um, during her time, she was up there with the, the world's best for sure. Yeah. Like, really, really impressive. I remember, um, obviously back in England, watching her at London and just, yeah, seen her a few other times, just really yeah. impressive. Yeah. She, I think she got goalkeeper of the year in 2007. So Yeah. She was just someone I was really, I really admired growing up. I still do. Yeah. She's like my hockey mom. <laughs> yeah. And the stories I hear is that there were I, like very clear communication from her. There was no defenders didn't have a choice. They did what she wanted. Yeah. Um, or they, they certainly got, they heard from it from behind them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and if you had any advice for younger goalkeepers, so what would you suggest? Um, I would say have fun and work hard. Go at everything, practice games with 100% because when you go 100%, whether you can understand whether it worked out or not. And if you do something like let's say 50%, then you're never going to really know if that could have worked or not. So doing everything at 100% and don't be afraid to fail, I think is my biggest advice to goalkeepers. I would say make mistakes, yeah. try new things, trust yourself. And don't be afraid to record yourself on video so you can see your growth. Goalkeepers a lot of, is a lot of highs and lows. So don't beat yourself up too bad. It's a fun position and it is a rewarding position. So stick with it. And like I said, don't be afraid to make mistakes. I see a lot of goalkeepers that are afraid to try out new things because they don't want to trip and fall and look funny. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. We all did it. I used to fall on my pads all the time. <laughs> so just enjoy the position. Totally. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's so funny. It's such a unique position on the pitch. And I guess one thing we haven't touched on is like the relationships between goalies. Like we've got you both here and we've got Kelsey being also and other goalkeepers in the, the system. And 
like it's not like if I'm a midfielder, I can play elsewhere on the pitch. I can do a five-minute rotation as an outside midfielder. I can play in the screens. There's one goalkeeper. How do how do you guys manage that type of situation or and that dynamic? Yeah, I I would say that be super competitive in practice, and so like being that a healthy competition, not where you hate the other person, but like you're making yourself better to make the other person better because then you can compete at, then you're competing for the highest level, which is what we're aiming for, especially on the national team. But I think when it comes to game situations, be ready, but know that that's a time to support the other goalkeeper. And so finding that balance of being competitive, but having that supportive nature, I guess, during a game and like just really having their back because that's when the team itself has to shine. Not, it's not about yourself. It's not about yourself in that moment. I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely with Kelsey. It's having that fun competition in practice and in games. I mean, you're out there. We both train hard. And like Kelsey Bing is, like Kelsey Bing has been with us too. We're like a little GK family. We all have our good days and bad days, and we're there for each other for everything. Like I know I can turn to either Kelsey and say, "What am I doing? Can you help me out?" Like, and I know they're gonna have my back. And or sometimes it's a little tough love. Like get your get it together. And especially the the goalie world is so small that it's it's a fun little community. It's we have each other's backs and we support each other. You meet another goalkeeper, you're instantly connected. Yeah, I feel like no one understands a goalkeeper like a goalkeeper. So yeah, no one no one understands goalkeepers. That is certainly true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hey, I think it's I think it's really good and it's good to hear that you that sort of that you're you're spurring each other on. That's how we get better, right? We push each other. Um, use that training opportunity and they, they, like, it's good to see I'm sure like someone pulls off a big save you might not notice it but you, it, you, it certainly goes in the bank and you certainly remember right I've got to pull out one because she's just done something big and I've got to make sure I, I do my job mm-hmm. what about um, on the uh, preparing on the bench how do we how do you mentally prepare yourself to when you're that goalkeeper that's not in goal um, to make sure that you enter the game and you're you're providing the service to the team, but also being selfish to your your individual needs. How do you go about that? I think it's putting the team first, right? So the team is what matters. We want to win games, and whether you're on the bench or on the obviously everyone wants to be on the field. But when you get to such a high level, it's still an honor to put on a USA jersey or represent any team that you're playing for. So if it's on the bench or in the field, obviously you don't want to get comfortable on the bench. That's one thing that. You want to keep competing. I, I think it's so important that you support the other goalkeeper that's in, but you're also still tuned in, right? You could get called in any minute to jump in the game and it's being there, being focused and not thinking about what's for dinner or something like that. Stay tuned in, stay focused and keep fighting for your spot. Don't just accept being on the bench. You have to fight and train harder, figure out a way to get on the field. Yeah, I think something Jess has touched on, has touched on twice already is that it's so huge as preparation. And so being prepared as if you were the goalkeeper, like knowing that you were going to be the goalkeeper playing or not, just being prepared because you never know a moment that could happen. Like Jackie Briggs came in for the Pan for the Pan American Games when the other goalkeeper blew her knee and she ended up getting gold with them. And so she was ready. And that is just an example of being extremely prepared in that. Yeah, just always be prepared. Yeah, yeah and again, it goes back to that unique position, I guess, like, 
outfield players, like the way we do things, like the rotations are pretty pre-prescribed. We've got an idea. If you're not starting, you know your minutes that you're going to get. Like everyone's going to get on the field, so it doesn't matter the day before when when the rotations are sort of announced and everything like that. You can start to mentally prepare, but as a goalkeeper, I guess it's much harder to like. You just have to be ready. Like I don't know whenever, whether it's a, a tactical decision or if it were to be an injury or, or poor performance. Like you have to be ready to go, and you have to be ready to go right away and that's a tough thing to that's a tough thing to to deal with yeah i think also being something that we do really well on the national team is we as goalkeepers we get prepared together and so when we go through corners and we go through different aspects of the game and our defensive line like what type of communication do our defenders want what do they respond to we kind of get prepared together that way we can benefit the team by whoever's back in the cage, like they're going to get the same reliable communication, um, the same sort of information from the keeper, whoever's in cage. So that's something that's really important as well. And I also think something else that is really important if you are the goalkeeper on the bench is watching the game and see if you can provide feedback to the goalkeeper that's not, that's in the cage. It's really important to help whoever's in cage because right, you want the best for the team. So the goalkeeper that's in might not see something that you're seeing on the sideline or you're hearing on the sideline. So just being able to really relay information, I know we do that really well. Yeah. As we just discuss in between quarters and halves, we're talking about some strategy or what is happening or do you see anything? Can you help me out? So asking for that feedback. Well, GK family. <laughs> <laughs> what about in the national team? You're training, someone's widening up at the top of the circle. Who are the players? You're like, oh God, I've got to make sure I'm totally focused and switched on because they either hit the ball really well or they hit it hard or they they sneak into a little bit closer into the D than they should have done. Uh, who are the forwards that you don't like facing in the national team? No one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Manea. Yeah, I was going to say Manea too. Yeah. Todd. 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 Even if she doesn't get the right stick on it, like even if she gets like half her stick on it, it's scary. She gets the right touch on it, and I don't make that contact with my phone. I make it with some sort of other equipment. I will have a bruise the size of my, my hand wherever that happens. So, yeah, just always being prepared. And Moyer. Moyer, Moyer gets a good rip on him. Yeah, Moyer gets the corners, so yeah. stopping her goals are really rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Uh, Jess, Kelsey, thank you very much for your time this week. It's been great to get a little insight into this goalie world. It's uh, certainly not a place I've spent a huge amount of time in, but it's a place I've enjoyed uh, enjoyed visiting. Goalie world is great. Thank you for having us. Uh, yes, thank you very thank much you for, for your time. Us. No, cheers. Thank you. Stay safe, girls. Looking in a stride here by Gregor. Oh, lovely bit of work here by Gregor. Can she get on the score sheet? Across the goal there from Gregor. Well, it's another solo goal here. Spread out. Create space. Five yards. We hear these cues all season when playing field hockey. But we need to remember them even more while social distancing. STX Field Hockey is here to support you as you continue to create space during this time. Follow us at STX Field Hockey on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter at stx.com for daily tips and tricks on how to keep a stick in your hand while social distancing. Thank you for joining us on In The Circle. Come back next week for another look inside USA Field Hockey. Let's move this. 
Let's try and a play. They thread it through here onto the right-hand side. Gonzalez again looks up. Was well, a good opportunity going here for USA to take the lead, and they have.